Thank you for listening to this message from Faith Builders. Pastors Philip and Michelle Still are dedicated to building your faith and framing your world by the Word of God. There are many more resources available on our website, www.buildfaith.net, where you can find links to our audio and video archives. We also invite you to join us online for our live stream services. Remember to build your faith and frame your world by the Word of God. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We're so grateful for this service tonight. I want to say from the very beginning, uh, this is going to be a different service this evening. Uh, I had planned to minister to you on some things that the Lord had said to me. Uh, concerning peace, and, and we'll, we'll get around to that. We, we will deal with that, uh, hopefully, when I'm with you this weekend. But there's some things that the Lord's been talking to me about and uh, uh, about laying hold of some things uh, as a body, as a church, as a, a people, the things that God would have for us uh, in our future as a body. And as I was preparing uh, for the message, I've been I've been recently, I've uh, been giving extra time to prayer, just extra time uh, to to uh, pray in the spirit, to pray uh, pray some things out. And uh, as I was preparing, the Lord began to speak to me, Hallelujah! And uh, uh, He has uh, a word for our body, and we're going to deal with that. But uh, the first thing that He said to me, and and and. Uh, uh, it just came in this utterance, and I want, I want to say it the way that he is uh, declaring it to me, that there are many, says the Lord, that are in this season, they're in this season of receiving, and in this season of acquisition, and in this season where I am desiring for them to lay hold of things that they've longed for, but yet they are proceeding as if it's just business as usual. There must be a laying hold. There has to be a laying hold, says the Lord, of those things that have been promised and those things that have been foretold and those things that have been prophesied, those things that you have received knowledge, words of wisdom, words of knowledge concerning. They have to be laid hold of. For this is the season of receiving. And this is the season of acquisition. And this is the season of having more than you've ever dreamed in the realm of what I desire for you to have. But it has to be laid hold of in the spirit realm. It has to be laid hold of in the spirit realm, and it has to be taken in the spirit realm, says the Lord. And those things that you've been waiting on and those things that you've been uh, uh, desiring, if you begin to press into them, if you begin to press into them and see them, as, as they're available waiting and press in and lay hold. The key, says the Lord, is in the laying hold, in the laying hold of those things. The laying hold. Many want them, but many will not lay hold. Many desire them, but many will not lay hold. The key is in the laying hold of those things, says the Lord. And this is that night. Hallelujah. That it begins. Thank you, Father. Oh, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Oh, we thank you, Father. 
right now, right there where you're at in the sanctuary. Let's just pray in the spirit. no shikataya, no shikataya, no shikanamateshe, no rabateke shikataya, no hori shikita pakanamahaya, mohoriti kiti po hori shikita mahaha, oh riti ni mandombo rebedi bizigi di bogoye, rom re sheke, i shekete, i shekete pohaya, mohori shikiti parabrasa manderebesete. Moho rebre sikiti manabrasna mahaya. Mombre shekete bedere rebe sekete he. Oh, rebre shebedere rebe sete. Oh, we praise you, Father. Oh, we praise you, Father. Oh, we praise you, Father. Hallelujah. Now, we'll, we'll off and on in, in throughout this message. I don't know how long it'll be. Uh, uh, could be shorter, could be longer, but. Uh, throughout this message, we'll, we'll take time to, to pray in the Spirit and lay hold of some things, because that's something the Lord began to talk to me about, and it was the laying hold, uh, the things that God has promised. And, and I'm going to talk about some things that He said about the church and about the fellowship and how they have to be laid hold on, and they have to be prayed out, and they have to be walked into uh, in, 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 in every area. The You know, I'm, I'm oftentimes, I'm, uh, I don't want to say amazed, but I'm, I'm blessed. I am uh, overwhelmed, if that's a, a better term, uh, about the things that God has said about our churches and about our ministry. And, uh, you know, there, there, there are a number of things, and I want to say this the way that, that the Lord has given me the order to deal with it. And so, but all of those things have to be laid hold of in the spirit realm. The Lord said to me uh, back uh, earlier in this year, and uh, may have said it to, to some extent the year before, uh, last year, but he made the statement, he said, as it concerns, all right, uh, Little Rock, I want you to cover Arkansas. And then he said, as it concerns DeSoto, he said, fill the house, fill the house. All right. Well, that seems like a um, a simple statement. That seems like uh, something that's just well. All we have to do is fill the house. But there's a how, and there's a way, and there's a method. All right. It has to be laid hold of in the realm of prayer. Covering Arkansas has to be laid hold of in the realm of prayer. All right, everything that, that, that John Wesley made the statement one time, and Brother Hagin made it later on teaching in prayer, that he said, uh, it seems that God can do nothing in the earth unless someone prays. 
All right, seems that God can do nothing in the earth unless someone prays. Uh, those things have to be laid hold of in the realm of prayer. All right, prayer becomes something that, that churches, we know that, that it is important. We have prayer on a regular weekly basis. Uh, uh, you know, we, when, uh, we, we know how important prayer is, but understand that very often people view prayer as something that we need to do, and prayer is where I lay hold of these things. I lay hold of these things in prayer. When the Lord told me in the, in the, in the, the I learned these things in the early days of our ministry uh, to be led uh, in my own spirit, to have an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit, and I had to be a man of prayer. That's never changed, and it never will change. But the, the point is, why? Laying hold of these things, all right? Laying hold of, of not just filling the house. How do we fill the house? Uh, what needs to happen, all right, uh, to cause that to be uh, a reality, all right? It, it, it's, it's not just something that's natural. There's not a natural thing that I can do that's going to cause that, all right? There's a laying hold of that thing in prayer. Anytime that God begins to deal with your heart about doing something, the next step, hear me, the next step is prayer, all right? Because I've got to lay hold of that. I've got to lay hold of it in prayer. I've got to pray it out. And, and, and I want to be cautious here because I don't want to get sidetracked. What I see that is so um, challenging to me in the lives of many believers and even ministers today is that they don't understand the concept of praying something out, all right? Because we, we have such a culture in our churches of uh, 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 having what I say, confessing and possessing, and, and we should do that. I'm not making light of that. But what happens is prayer time turns into confession time. Father, I thank you that I have more than enough. I thank you that my needs are met. I thank you that I'm out of debt. I thank you, Father. And it, and it turns into confession time. And I'm just making a positive confession. And not laying hold of something in prayer. All right? I could turn that into a confession, and I confess that all the time. Lord, you said that you would fill, that we should fill the house in DeSoto. I thank you that the house is filled from the front to the back, from, from side to side, from the top to the bottom. I thank you for the house being filled. Okay, but then how? How is the house filled? What do I need to do? What do I need to lay hold of in prayer to make right, the house being filled a possibility? What needs to change, all right? What am I going to have to upgrade? What are we as a body going to have to upgrade and to do better uh, uh, about or to do more of or to do less of? Uh, uh, what, do we, what do we have to cut out? What do we have to add to? The, the point is, is that's laying hold of that in prayer. I remember, oh, oh my goodness, it's been uh, <laughs> uh, almost 30 years ago now uh, when I when I look back on it, 20, 28 years probably, something you know, along those lines. And uh, I was assistant pastor at a church in Kansas City, Kansas. Many of you have heard me talk about my time there. But I remember how that, that, that there was a move of God on there, and uh, God was doing some wonderful things. And, 
And to be honest with you, we were, we were happy there. We were happy ministering there. We were happy with our lives. And uh, I remember distinctly the morning that I got up, and when I got out of bed, I knew I just sensed this mantle come on me. And I knew at that moment, I knew what it was immediately. I knew it was the pastor's mantle. I knew it was a pastoral anointing. All right? I knew that was beyond the shadow of a doubt. And it wasn't very long after that, uh, a person called me and said they sensed the same thing. And I had not talked to them about it. They said, I sense that this pastoring anointing has come on you. Well, here's the thing. Listen to me. When that pastoring anointing came on me, there immediately started, there was a difference now. And, and when I say a difference, I don't mean a difference uh, uh, in, uh, in teaching, preaching. I mean there was a difference in my comfort level where I was. All right? I, I, immediately I knew, okay, God's got something for me beyond this. God's got something for me beyond this. Well, I, I learned, whether I learned it from somebody, I don't remember. I believe I just learned it by the Holy Spirit. I learned that when I'm beginning to sense that, I got to keep that to myself and I got to pray it out. All right, because what a lot of people do is they begin to sense things and then they, they jump up and they begin to tell everybody and they begin to tell their relatives and they begin to tell their friends and, and before you know it, you've got people's opinion clouding up what God is trying to talk to you about, all right? If God's talking to you about something, then you talk to God about that something, all right? Don't, 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 don't muddy up the water by talking to everybody else. So I begin to seek the Lord. I begin to pray, and, and I begin to fast, and I fasted a long time over this. I mean, a long time. I fasted and prayed a long time over this, I, I would stay up at night and pray and study and, and fast through the night and uh, uh, seek the Lord about what he wanted us to do because uh, it was important that I was on target, all right? I knew there was something I need to lay hold on. I need to lay hold on this. And through a series of events, obviously the Lord, the Lord, uh, uh, led us to DeSoto to, to minister there for a week. You know, I don't remember everything that I ministered. I don't remember if it was a good revival. Um, I, honestly, I don't. I, I, know that it was, I know that it was spiritual because I know where I was. But I do remember the Wednesday night, the last night that we were there. And the Lord said, I want you to make yourself available to pastor this church. All right. Now, a number of months before that, he's dropped this pastoral anointing on me. I'm seeking the Lord. I'm fasting. I'm praying. I'm, I'm, I'm laying hold of this. All right. See, he's not going to drop that pastoral anointing on me and give me the pastor's church where we were. That's not how God works. But he did take me to a place that needed a pastor. And I, I'm not going to get into all, try to get into all the time frames because I don't remember all the time frames. 
uh, I remember that I had come out and, and ministered on a, on a Sunday evening, and the pastor had asked me to stay for through Wednesday, and I did. And Wednesday, I told one of the board members that I would like to put my hat in the ring, so to speak, uh, to minister at, to be the pastor at that church. Now, understand that this whole time I'm laying hold of this in prayer. I didn't just do that and then quit praying about it. I went back and started praying. I kept laying hold of that in prayer. All right, Lord, this is what you want. Now, I'm going to lay hold of this in prayer. And that's what I would pray about. Lord, I want your plan for my life. Show me what I need to do here. Show me the timing. Show me the direction. Show me the things that I need to do. Amen. And what began to happen was God began to give me glimpses in prayer about what I needed to do. All right? And, and the first thing that he did was give me my time frame at the church I was at. All right, because remember, I am uh, I'm, I'm working a full-time job. I'm, I'm helping pastor this church. And I, I begin to, in laying hold in these things in prayer, I begin to get more, uh, I begin to be more connected to the church that God was telling me to make myself available to pastor than I am to the church that I'm the assistant pastor at. Because I'm laying hold of what he wants. Oh, hallelujah. We see, when, when, when you start laying hold of what God wants, then there's a letting go of something. Because I'm laying hold of something, and I'm laying hold of it in prayer, We'll, we'll look at some verses here in a moment. But here, here's the thing. So I'm, 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 I'm laying hold of this, and the Lord spoke to me. And he said, here's what I want you to do. And he said, on this Sunday, I want you to give your two weeks' notice to the pastor. All right? Now, we had been on vacation, and I've, I've been praying. And when I say vacation, just vacation from the, the duties of the assistant pastor. I wasn't on a vacation because... At that time, we couldn't afford to go on vacation. But the point is, is uh, uh, during that time, during that time frame, is when I had, I had went and ministered uh, there at the Kansas campus, at the Kansas location, uh, on my vacation. And long story short, I took my two weeks' notice as the Lord spoke to me and told me, and the, the pastor was not happy with it. And uh, she told me, well, I'll give it to the board. She said, but there's no reason for you to stick around two weeks. You can leave today. And, and so I said, okay. And, uh, uh, you know, I wasn't caught by surprise necessarily. I had a sense that that might be the case. But here's the thing. I, I went back home, and, and uh, my, my wife and kids had stayed home because I was given the, the notice that day. And my wife said, if they blow up, I don't want to be there. And so uh, in any event, I went back home, and uh, I, I went back to work that next week. And long story short, a minister that had really been blessed by our ministry uh, at that church called me and asked me if I would come and preach at his church for a week. 
And I said, yes, I would. I went there for a week, and it ended up being three weeks. Now, I remember distinctly the Wednesday, I believe it was a Wednesday night, that I came home to our little rent house that we had, and it was, there was a huge rainstorm uh, uh, that night. And uh, when we were coming home from, from church, we could see people's cars flooded out, and, and, uh, and the water was running down State Avenue. It was just really something. And uh, I, got, I got home, and uh, I forget the exact time, but my phone rang, and uh, it was uh, Pastor Marie Price. And Pastor Marie said, uh, I just wanted to let you know that we have uh, uh, chosen you as our pastor, and uh, you know you'll be ready to begin ministering on this date. I said, well, praise the Lord, you know. Now, in between all this, God's leading me. I'm laying a hold of some things. God's telling me what to say. God's directing me. I want you to understand something, that when you start laying hold of things in prayer, God will lead you directly, and he will lead you specifically. There will be, there will be, no, uh, uh, there will be no vague terminology. He'll lead you exactly the direction that you need to go. And so as I'm praying this out, and, and before they ever called me and told me I had become the pastor, the board wanted to meet with me. And, and uh, uh, I'm, I'm on my way out uh, to DeSoto, driving from Kansas City, Kansas. And I'm on my way out, and the Lord spoke to me. And he said, when you uh, get there today, he said, at the close of the meeting, they're going to ask you why you should be the pastor of this church. And he said, this is your response. You tell them that if they make you the pastor, they'll be in the will of God. And if they don't make you the pastor, they won't be in the will of God. All right, now see, now listen, I'm laying hold on this in prayer. I'm praying, I'm, I'm not praying out of concern or because I don't know what to say. I'm praying because I'm laying hold of this in prayer. Hallelujah. And so at the meeting, we, we had the meeting. It was a relatively good meeting. And uh, at the end of the meeting, uh, I remember Pastor Marie was actually the one that asked the question. And she said, why should we make you the pastor of this church? And I said, because if you make me the pastor of this church, you'll be in the will of God. If you don't, you won't be in the will of God. That was pretty much it. That's all I had to say, all right? Because that's what I had laid hold on in prayer. That's what I had laid hold on in prayer. Now, all the way through, especially, understand this, especially the first one, two, three years, uh, uh, one, first couple of years of pastoring that church, it could have been, a, it, it, well, it was kind of a rough ride at times. But I kept laying hold on things in prayer. When a problem would come up, I would lay hold on things in prayer. There's no substitute for spiritual activity in your life. None. Zero. Zero substitute. All right? Before, before we moved, we eventually moved to Gardner after we became the pastors of the church right before. And, uh, 
uh, before we were in Gardner. I would spend my nights, I would spend nights down in, in the office that was in the basement of our house, seeking the Lord, laying hold of things in prayer. When we moved to Gardner beside our home, uh, there was a shed that was pretty much finished, and it became my office. And some of the men from the church put uh, uh, an, an air conditioning heating unit out there for me and, and put insulation in the walls, and that's where I would spend my nights. Pastor Michelle and the kids would go to bed, and I'd set up, well, I'll see you in the morning, and I'd take my Bible and, and my study material, and I'd go out to the office, and I'd stay there all night, stay out all night seeking the Lord, because there's things that God wants me to lay hold of in prayer. And every, listen to me, every plan of the enemy that he had for the church that you're sitting in, every plan that he had to cause division and to cause strife, God always showed me, and I was always ahead of it. Always ahead of it. Always ahead of it. Because I was laying hold of it in prayer. There, there were two ladies in the church that were, that, that were gossips. And uh, I, I, believe, I believe at least one of them's in, uh, I believe, I hope, in heaven today. And, and the other one may be as well. But I remember sitting in, in praying in that office. And the Lord showed me a vision. And I saw in the vision this one lady that was laying in her bed, and she got up out of her bed and went and dialed the phone and called this other lady and said, yep, we're going we're gonna to do this, and we're going to get the votes, and we're going to vote him out. Well, actually, she didn't say we're going to get the votes. She said, this is what we're going to do, and we're going to vote him out. Well, immediately, I began to lay hold on that in prayer. I needed to know what was going on. See, the Apostle Paul wrote the Corinthian church, and he said, listen, he said, I'm with you in my spirit, all right? And so he says, I've judged already that what you're doing is not right because I'm there in my spirit. See, I'm laying hold of these things in prayer, and, and I was able to get out ahead of that, and wouldn't you know it, wouldn't you know it about two or three days later? Uh, I had people start coming to me and saying, Pastor, you know, uh, I'm not trying to stir the pot or anything, but, you know, I've had this lady call me and say they're wanting to vote you out. Well, I already knew it, and I was able to get out ahead of it, and I dealt with, with her husband, and I dealt with her, all right? And, and I'm getting out ahead of these things. I'm getting out ahead of them. And every time the enemy would try to do something, I would get out ahead of it in prayer, and God would block it. Because God had a plan for this church. God has a plan for this church. Hallelujah. And, and all those plans have to be laid hold of in prayer. They all have to be laid hold of in prayer. This is so important. One of the things that God has said about the church in DeSoto, who's somebody that I greatly respect and, and have great trust in, and they made the statement. They said that, that there are, and, and understand this can be taken, you, you, you got to hear what I'm saying. I'm trusting in the spirituality of the people present. God, God has portals. God has places in cities that are portals that he has access to. That, that the people will grant him access, and he can move through that body and move through that group of people. I had a person tell me, DeSoto is just such a place. 
where God can come and God has access to that city, to that neighborhood, all right, to our county because of the place that our, where our church is situated, all right? So those things are vital, but I've got to lay hold of them in prayer. We have to lay hold of them in prayer, all right? Father, when, you know, when, when we pray, instead of just, Father, bless our church, Father, prosper our church, Father, help us to lay hold of those things that you want our church to do. Help us to lay hold of those things that you've called us to do, that you've destined us to do, that you foreordained that we should do. The, 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 the Lord gave a word the other Sunday uh, about uh, the, the church in, uh, in Arkansas, and he, and he made a statement. And I'm, and I'm saying this because it's important that you see it in the context of the DeSoto congregation. And he said, uh, uh, the Lord said, I drive my stake into the ground here. I've claimed and I have declared and I have said of old that this place shall give me glory. This place shall be established. They said, for ancient of days, I have spoken over this earth and this geographic location. Now notice, from ancient of days, from the beginning of the earth, I've spoken over this geographic location. And we got to lay hold on that in prayer. The Lord told me many years ago, he said, it's no coincidence that the DeSoto Church is 13 miles from the exact geographical location, the, the exact center of the earth, the exact center is in Lawrence, Kansas, and we're 13 miles away from that. It's no coincidence that, that just uh, a little over 30 miles away in Topeka, Kansas, is the place where the Holy Spirit was poured out months, weeks before the Azusa Street outpouring. Charles Parham and his Bible school students were filled with the Holy Spirit in a place called Stone's Folly in Topeka, Kansas. It's, it's no coincidence that our church, the, build, the, the place that you're, that you're in tonight, that location was one of, if not the first spirit-filled church in that city. Because God has a plan for that body. God has a plan for that city. God has a plan for our county. God has a plan for DeSoto. God has a plan for you in the church that he's called you to has to be laid hold of through prayer. It has to be laid hold of through prayer. Oh, hallelujah. This is so important. Notice, look over at John 10. John chapter 10. So he has said that to me Hallelujah. A number of times today, they have to be laid hold of. All right, your part has to be laid hold of. The direction has to be laid hold of. This is so important because it's when the body prays, you cannot relegate the responsibility of praying for a ministry to the pastor. Because pastors pray, 
Right, when, I, when I say this, I'm a praying man. I pray. I pray every day. All right? I, I realize the importance of praying. Now, understand when I say that, I'm not just saying that, the importance of praying as a spiritual exercise. I understand the importance of prayer where laying hold of things are concerned and receiving insights, receiving instruction, and praying things out. And in John 10, he makes a statement, Jesus makes a statement, um, and says, he that does not enter by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. Well, as you go on down, he talks about the thief and the robber being Satan, and that the, 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 uh, the door into the sheepfold is Jesus' humanity, all right? And he says, one that comes some other way is a thief and a robber. He that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Well, he goes on this chapter and tells us that he's the good shepherd. But here's what I want you to see. To him, to who? The shepherd of the sheep, the porter openeth. And the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them out. Porter means doorkeeper. All right? Now, there, there, there are other renderings there. The watcher. And the indication here is there are things the shepherd wants to do, and the doorkeeper has to open the door for him. There are things that God wants to do in our churches and we got to open the door for him to do it by praying. We got to open the door by laying hold of this thing. All right? Every one of us, we got to open the door by laying hold on what God is wanting us to do. And we lay hold on it through prayer. See, laying hold is not, yes, Lord, I thank you. I believe I receive it. I have it. It's mine in Jesus' name. Listen, you should do that, but that's not laying hold of it in prayer. I've, I've got to lay hold of it in prayer. When, when I pray, I make the statement. I say, now, Lord, about what you've said, about what you've said, Lord, you want us to fill the house. How do I do that? I'm laying hold on this in prayer. I'm laying hold on this in prayer. Oh, glory to God. I'm laying hold of it in prayer. And, and I'm taking those scriptures, uh, Isaiah uh, uh, 30, 35, 21, all right? And you'll hear a voice behind you when you turn to the right hand or to the left saying, this is the way, walk in it. See, I'm laying hold of that in prayer. So I've, I've already got the understanding. We'll have exact leading. We'll have exact leadings. The Lord, the Lord brought the two scriptures to me in the book of Acts chapter 9 where he appeared to Ananias and he said, he said uh, I want you to go to the street called Straight to the house of Simon the Tanner and he said, and inquire of one Saul of Tarsus for he prays. He told him the street, he told him the house to go to and told him who he was looking for. Hallelujah. 
And in that time of prayer, when Paul was praying, the Lord showed him his ministry, showed him what he was going to have to do, what he was going to have to go through. That's what the Lord told Ananias. I've showed him what things he must suffer for my name's sake. He was laying hold of it in prayer. Then in, in Acts chapter 10, Cornelius, notice he was praying about noon, and the angel of the Lord showed up to him. And said, your alms and your prayers have been heard, have come up for a memorial. And he said, now send men to Joppa and ask for Simon Peter. Glory. And then while, while they're on their way and they're almost there, the Lord tells, Simon, tells Peter, gave him the vision of the, of the sheet and said, uh, what, what God has called clean, don't call unclean. And he said, he came out of the trance, and the Lord said, Behold, three men seek you. Go with them, doubting nothing. And at that moment, they knocked on the door and asked if Peter was there. They're laying hold of those things in prayer. They're laying hold of them in prayer. Praying people, pray, a praying church is not at the mercy of circumstances because of the things that we can lay hold of and the things that we can change when we pray. Oh, hallelujah. But what's the most important thing tonight is that we understand we're laying hold of some things. We're laying hold of some things in prayer. Lord, what does that mean? Fill the house. What does that look like? Oh, hallelujah. I mean, obviously, you, you know, you would think people, and that's true. But he can also fill the house with the glory. He can also fill the house with the anointing. He can fill the house with finances. He can fill the house with more than it. You understand? That we're laying hold of all of that. Glory be to God. We're laying hold of it. And we, and we got to lay hold on it through prayer. We got to lay hold on it through prayer. Now, I may have shared this with you a number of times, but <coughs> uh, if you'll go to James chapter 5, glory to God. And in the context, you know, very often uh, we start in verse 17, Elias was a man subject to like passions as we are. And... Uh, we start there, but the total context of this is found in verse 13. It says, notice, is any among you suffering? Notice, let him pray. Let him pray. Let him hold, lay hold on something. Then it says, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him. Verse 16, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Elias was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by, a space, by the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Now, here's, here's what I'm saying. 
he laid hold on something. He prayed, and it quit raining. He prayed, and it started raining. He prayed, and something stopped. He prayed, and something started. Lord, I lay hold on that. You want to fill the house? I lay hold on that. I lay hold on that. I lay hold on that through prayer. And, and, and your prayer might start with this. Lord, what's my part? Lord, show me what's my part in filling the house. Lord, what's my part? Where do I need to get involved? Father, show me. Show me where I need to get involved. What do I need to do? I need to do more. Do I, do I, right? do, do I, need, to, do, do I need to function greater in this capacity? Lord, how, do I need to pray? What, what do I need to do? Show me how to fill the house. Amen. Father, show my pastor. Give them wisdom on how to fill the house. Show the associates on how to fill the house. Lord, uh, uh, the assistants, show them what needs to be done to fill the house. Father, I speak to the neighborhood around the church, and I tell it to give up those that need what we are as a church. I speak to the north, the south, the east, and the west, and I compel them to come in in the name of Jesus. Lord, because you want your house filled in the name of Jesus, and I lay hold on that in prayer. And I, and I, and I, and I speak <clears throat> to those words that have been spoken over the church and over our ministry in the past, and I tell them to come to pass in the name of Jesus, and I tell them to be here and to be fruitful and to multiply over the people that you've called to this church in the name of Jesus because you're, you're laying hold on that in prayer. Oh, hallelujah. In uh, the book of Acts, chapter 13, Glory, verse 1, there was in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon that was called Niger and Lucius of Cyrene and Manion, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. And as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, separate me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. Well, what are they doing ministering to the Lord? Well, they're, 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 they're ministering to the Lord. They're praying. They're fasting. They're laying hold of some things. And notice what happened. He said, separate them for the ministry that I've called them to. And when they prayed, they laid their hands on them and sent them away. Evidently, they, they got the answer. They had laid hold on it. See, this, this is where many miss it, is there's a laying hold in prayer, all right? When, 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 when we grasp that and we understand that, then it becomes something that we're not just waiting for what God said to come to pass. We have an active hand in bringing it to pass. When God gives you a word, yes, you should rejoice about it, you should praise him for it, and then you should go to prayer about it. What, what does this mean? For, for instance, I'm, 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 I'm going to say this so many ways we get it. In the word of the Lord that came to us about the church, 
Hallelujah. The very first word says, now is the turning point for this place, the turning point for this city. Okay, Lord, what does that mean? Lord, you said this was the turning point for this place, the turning point for our city. I got to lay hold of that in prayer. Because what does that mean? Does that mean the finances are turning? Does that mean the attendance is turning? What, what does that mean? What's the turning point for our city? Does that mean a righteous government? Does, does that, what does that mean? Because I, I've got to lay hold on that because that word was given to me. And, and you'd be surprised the blank stares you get sometimes when people say, what do I do with this word God gave me? I say, take it to your prayer closet and pray it out. Well, if God said it, it'll come to pass. Yes, I, that, that's true, but I've got to lay hold on it. I've got to lay hold on it. I, I, I can't just relegate it that it's just going to happen. It, it, it went on and said, there have been things established here of old for good, things established here of old for evil. Now, at this point is the turning point when the reaping shall come of the seeds that have been planted, as you've heard that were spoken today. Well, what, what does that mean? The Lord told us years ago that God placed us in the city to pick some things up that had been laid down. Harvesting. He spoke to me several times about, uh, about the scripture when Jesus told the disciples, I sent you to labor whereon you bestowed no, I sent you to reap whereupon you bestowed no labor. And he said, you've entered into other men's labors. Well, see, the Lord's telling us that there is coming a harvest of the seeds that have been planted. All right, now, Lord, what does that look like? I got to lay hold on that in prayer. Hallelujah. And specifically for the location in Little Rock, he said, take your hands off that building Take your hands off of the finances. But now I got to lay hold on that. Okay, Lord, exact location. Because you said the building. You said that building. Not a building, that building. See, I am, if, if I'm in a group tonight, I, if, if I looked out over this group tonight, and I said, well, I'm married to a girl that's great. Hope so. But if my wife's there and I point at her and I say, I'm married to that girl, that's specific. No question. Amen. So, so see, now in prayer, it's not, Lord, I know you have a building. Lord, I thank you for that building. I thank you for the building that you have for us. The exact building, that exact building. Amen. Lord, thank you for the exact plan to fill the house. Thank you for the exact plan to fill the house. Thank you for the plan to fill the house. Thank you for wisdom and knowledge and understanding in the lives of the leaders. Thank you for wisdom and knowledge and understanding, compassion, love in the lives of the leaders and the people. Father, to touch our city, reach our city, and fill the house out of our city in the name of Jesus. We're laying hold of that in prayer. Now, I'm not going to go through all this word. I'm just trying to explain to you that when you get a word, 
then you take it and you take it to your prayer time and you pray it out and you pray in the Holy Ghost over it. Hallelujah. Miss Pat Harrison, the last time she was with us here in the Kansas location, she began to speak by the Holy Spirit. And she said, it was great times for the world and great times for this place. Hallelujah. How God had called that place and ordained that place. Hallelujah. You're, you're laying hold on that in prayer. Great times for our church. Great times. Great times. Great times. Because we're laying hold of that in prayer. So there are things that have to be laid hold of in prayer that cannot be any other way. And so those things that God wants our church to do and those things that God wants us as a body to accomplish, they're going to be laid hold of on through prayer. And when you come to church and on Wednesdays and, and the leader's up and they're leading in prayer, all right, and they're, and they're ministering under the unction of the Holy Spirit, you know, get in there and tie on. Get in there and, and help pull the load because this is the direction that God wants us to go and this is the direction that God wants us to be in. It's so important. It's so important. And as we begin to pray uh, uh, as a group and as a body, we begin to pray some things out. Amen. I know we have a leaders meeting Friday evening and I, I am believing on Friday evening that you're going to tell me some things that you've been praying out and some things that God has been saying. And Friday, if you're a leader and you're in, in, in uh, uh, attendance tonight, uh, I need you to be prepared to pray some things out Friday. We're going to take ample time Friday and pray. Pray as leaders. Pray as the pastor and pray as the leaders over that body. There, Listen, there are good changes that are coming to the church in DeSoto. There are good changes that are coming to the church in Little Rock. Amen. I'm telling you, I'm just going to tell you what the Holy Spirit's telling me. There are those that God is raising up. There are those that God is raising up that are going to be voices in both locations. And, and they're going to help spread what God's asked us to do. Amen. There are new anointings coming on people. There are new callings coming on people. There are new giftings coming on people. You might be sitting there today saying, tonight saying, I have been sensing that. Then you need to pray that out. And you need to lay hold on it in prayer. Amen. Because if you're in a body, if you're in the church, and God is increasing an anointing and a gifting on your life, it is for the church that you're in. It's for the body that you're a part of. It's so that body can accomplish all that God wants it to be. You don't want to begin to think that God's anointing me and God's calling me and God's gifting me and he's going to give me my own thing and I'm going to go do my own thing and it always involves leaving. You need to take time and pray. You need to set aside some days and fast and seek the Lord and lay hold of some things in prayer because your most fulfilled days will be when you're doing what God told you to do, where God told you to do it. <coughs> Don't ever get the mistaken idea that because I can go and, and I'm in charge, that it'll be better. Being where God wants you to be is always better. 
And if you're where God wants you to be, you'll be in charge of what he wants you to be doing. Glory. I I just sense this in my spirit. Pastor Michelle and I, Pastor Michelle and I need strong spiritual leaders now like we've never needed them before. There's so much on the spiritual radar. There's so much on the spiritual radar. There's so much that God's asking us to do. There's so much that's happening. There's so many, not, I don't even want to use the word victories. There's just so many doors that are opening up. So many things that God's asking us to press into and to do. And it's going to require a concerted effort of laying hold of these things in prayer. Laying hold of these things in prayer. Many of you have probably noticed distractions coming up in your life. Distractions with family. Distractions with other people. Distractions with situations. It's because, listen, there are things that are about to open up in your life. There are things that are about to open up in the life of this ministry. And the enemy wants you sidetracked. He wants you distracted. He wants your eyes on something else. Don't you give him your attention. Get busy. And lay hold on it through prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. I had a person recently that uh, via a text. Now they they wouldn't do it face to face because you know that's how that's how uh, I want to be nice here. That's that's how I'll, I'll use the word timid. Or say cowards. That's how timid people are. Is is they're real big through their text. And then at the end of the text, they said, and and I'm gonna block your number. Well, I don't respond to critics. And I surely don't respond to critics who text me their criticism. People say, What'd you do? I blocked them right back. Well, why? I don't have time for it. I don't have time for it. We're laying hold of things in prayer. The Lord has been dealing, oh Lord, the Lord has been dealing with me about this Nehemiah anointing. And one of the things that you see about Nehemiah, he completed that wall around Jerusalem in faster than anybody thought was possible. And, excuse me, one of the things that you hear him say They kept saying, come down from the wall and meet with us. And he said, why should I leave the work of God and come down off the wall and meet with you? I won't do it. I I do not have time. The older I get, the more I see this. I do not have time to waste one, one, one day, one hour, one moment. I don't have, I'll have that, time, that kind of time. Hallelujah. There's an urgency in the spirit to lay hold of these things that God's asking us to do. And, and, and we're going to do it. I say, and we're going to do it. Because, you know, just about five more minutes, God time, we're all out of here. It's not going to be long. But we're going to go having done everything God asked us to do. This body, this fellowship, this church, in the name of Jesus. Amen. So let's pray tonight. Father, I thank you. I ask you in the name of Jesus. 
Lord, that you would help us to see the things that we need to lay hold of in prayer, the things that we need to lay hold of as a body, as a group of believers, Father. I ask you to show each member their part, and I ask you to show us what to do, and I know you will because you're such a gracious, merciful, benevolent, heavenly Father, and we thank you for it, and we love you with all of our heart. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Well, I'm excited.